sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Game time decisions. I am Gable Morenci, and I'm on a grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. It's football uh, Friday, which means Cousin Sal is stepping up and in to kick it with us. Joey Odessa is stepping up and in to kick it uh, with us. We're talking uh, football because it's football Friday. We're talking UFC. We're talking NBA. We're talking Stanley Cup Finals. Maybe a little Major League uh, Baseball uh, tonight, uh, but, yeah, just uh, just a little uh, Cam, as I looked at the strikeout props, actually, and it's like trying to read an, an Arabic uh, phone book. I was like, I don't know. Like, no, you know what? All, all kidding is, all kidding aside. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. I was in, yeah, I'm in hieroglyphics. I'm in, You're like, yeah, what the, I'm in, yeah, what's I'm going in on the here? Middle East in a phone booth, and I can't read it. And what the hell is this? I uh, can't call a taxi. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at the strikeout props, and I'm like, oh god, I don't know. They've actually, yeah. I think, they got tired of losing. Everyone's five and a half tonight. Like everyone's five and a half, six and a half. Like scrubs are five and a half. I guess you can go under if you want, uh, but we've got a big basketball game tonight. We've got the Stanley Cup Finals. It's football Friday. We've got a college football game on top of this evening. We've got Joey Odessa uh, throwing it down. Uh, so let's get uh, some uh, line updates uh, right now. As uh, the money money comes in on the Boston Celtics, uh, Cam number last night it was it was three, but it gets up to three and a yep. half. It's still three and a half right now. The total is two thirteen uh, and a half, and and I just don't get it. You know, over and over and over and over again with the Miami Heat, we see this. Where same thing against Milwaukee, right? Well, they won. While well, they're getting five points. While well, they won again, yeah, they're getting five points. While well, they won again, all right, we'll give them four points only this time, dude. They're up three games to one, and they're getting priced like they're like Boston's the better team. Boston is not the better team. That's why they are down three games to one. And I know Boston's going to bring it uh, tonight, but quite frankly, I don't think it matters if they bring it tonight. I think Miami uh, plus the points is a very interesting play. We'll break down to the game. We'll get into all of the uh, the props. Stanley Cup finals. Cam, you want to talk about a tough one tonight? Ooh, oh, it's a boy. tough one to pick a winner tonight, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is, buddy. Hey, whatever you do, I'm going to do. I'm hoping that you're going to go on Dallas tonight. Whatever I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's your pick, man. I Hey, last time I didn't listen I got all, and I, I got, got burned. more pressure on me than the Dallas Stars did. I got people left yeah. and right. Who are you yeah. taking in the cup game? Exactly. Hey, you're killing the cup. Yeah. Who yeah. you want tonight? Yeah. <laughs> you and Hainzer, you guys are my guys tonight. I'm going to let you guys do the work. I do. I want to say something quickly in baseball, though, Gabe, while the game's on live. Uh, Flaherty of the Cardinals fell off the mound. Uh, he's okay. But uh, after he fell off the mound, awkwardly, he gave up a solo job. So Milwaukee's up three to nothing in a big series there. But I understand baseball just a little bit. But for all you Jack Flaherty fans, a little bit of a scare. The guy rolled right off the mound. He's still in the game, but he looks a little bit rattled. Oh, I'm excited for some playoff baseball. On Tuesday, yes. we're going to have four playoff uh, baseball games. Um, and on, on Wednesday, we're going to have eight playoff Woo! baseball games. Eight. Love eight. playoff baseball. 
Eight. Amazing. So, oh, that's so I gotta, good. <laughs> I got to believe if there's eight baseball games that we're going to be on during one of them. <laughs> I think we're probably going to be on during five or six of them. I don't know what we're going to I don't even know how you have eight playoff baseball games in a day, Marenzi, but hey, they'll give it a shot, buddy. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. By by nature, we should be on. So yeah, we got we got we got a ton of baseball uh, here this evening. We'll touch on a little bit, but it's football Friday. Let's we're gonna get into the NFL. Uh, we've got uh, UFC two fifty three from uh, Fight Island, uh, Israel Adesanya and uh, Paulo Costa uh, in the main event. Um, Israel Adesanya is the best ever nineteen and zero fighter you've never heard of uh, before. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that uh, with Joey Odessa. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Renzi, kicking it with a raging redhead. Can store it as Football Friday, which means Cousin Sal is stepping up. And we're going to run the gauntlet. We're going to go through every NFL football game on the board uh, on this program over the next uh, couple hours. We promise I'm going to make it happen. Uh, we're also going to uh, hit the college uh, football uh, board. And in fact, yeah, yesterday was big news with the Pac-12 coming back. The Mountain West uh, is going to uh, start. And uh, the MAC has announced that uh, they're in. So <laughs> that's the best. It's the best. Hey, everybody, we're the match. Six games sound good. Yeah, let's do it, guys. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, the, the college football season just wouldn't have been the same unless we got Central Michigan uh, versus Western Michigan. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, Love we need a Bronco, Bronco Chippewa, <laughs> Chippewa battle. Um, uh, so, yeah, now all, all 10 conferences are actually eventually going to uh, start playing college football, including the SEC uh, that kicks off uh, tomorrow. And it's very interesting, actually, with the SEC guys, because if you think about it, most of these SEC teams play the Citadel in week one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like they, you know what I mean? Like they, they play like, you know, Eastern Illinois or, you know, they all normally play a cupcake uh, schedule out of the gate and sort of. You know, they're in the shallow end before they start playing SEC football. Teams are coming right out of the gate. There's no real sort of close, like, oh, boy, this team could get knocked off. Uh, But we're going to go over the the point spreads in the SEC. And I got to tell you, the dogs are barking, or at least I think. I hear them barking. I don't know if they're going to bite tomorrow, but I hear them barking right now, Ken. Yeah, I hear them too. They're angry. They're hungry and angry dogs. They've been outside tied up on the chain. They're they're pissed. I'm going to tell you, though, Gabe, I, I agree 100%. I think the dogs are, are live there. And it's interesting, though. You mentioned the Citadel. Uh, didn't uh, Clemson have a 45 nothing lead in the first quarter against the Citadel last weekend, too? I ch- hey, they're, hey, they're only up 45 nothing. The game just started. They got the Citadel. Citadel covered uh, when it was all said and done. <laughs> Citadel covered. Citadel. Yeah, yes. it was like 51 and a half. They, they covered. Exactly, exactly. It's yeah, huge. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson <laughs> took the pedal off the metal uh, late. No need to run the score up on uh, on the Citadel. So we'll get you caught up to date as far as all the NFL line moves uh, are concerned. Give you uh, some NFL picks uh, as well. Big night tonight. Stanley Cup Finals, NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Let's do this thing. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Game time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. Let's do this thing. It's Football Friday. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart's uh, fired up uh, for Football Friday, although his fantasy football uh, team better light it up uh, because he left a player on the bench uh, last <laughs> night. <laughs> At least you didn't yeah, leave rook, the Miami rook. Dolphins on the bench last night. Yes, Man, yes, yes. That was that was so easy. Like I hate to say, oh, I should have put more. I hate to be that guy, but we should have put more. Yeah. I called it. I said it like pretty much as good as like I, I broke it down as as well as I could have, Cam. When I stated two weeks ago, everybody said Jacksonville were terrible, and everyone was saying that Miami were going to compete for a playoff spot or at least be like an eight and eight caliber football team. Miami loses to two damn good teams in New England and Buffalo. Suddenly, Jacksonville's favored. And I tell you what, Jacksonville looked like uh, a terrible football team last night. I'm sure people that were watching them were thinking, oh, my God, how did I lay points with these guys? You said it, man. Wrong team was favored. Should have been Miami two and a half, three, right? It just absolutely flipped. And, you know, we, we addressed it by game time. No, no, oh no, I'm Marassi. That was an old school beatdown. Like Brian Fitzpatrick was laughing. I see how loose he was. It's like I, I'm doing anything I want to do against these guys. They, yeah, I'm no, still, Miami uh, played a good team. I'm still getting what? over Ryan Fitzpatrick. I've got a problem. I'm glad that we won the <laughs> bet last night and yes. whatever. You know, me and Fitz, we go way back being a Buffalo Bill fan, but um, this is unbelievable. I don't know. I don't think it's being talked about enough. I brought it up uh, last night uh, after the game on Sports Rage uh, late night, but. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick became the first quarterback in NFL history last night to throw mm-hmm. for two touchdown passes, run for one touchdown pass, uh, rush for at least 20 yards, and catch a pass. Wow. That was a big fantasy night. Think about that. He, he <laughs> yeah, threw two exactly. touchdown passes. He ran yes. for one. He rushed for 20-plus yards. And he caught a pass. pass. Only one player in the history of of the National Football League has done that before. As crazy as it sounds. Think about it. Like, so two touchdown passes throwing, one touchdown rushing, at least 20 yards or more uh, rushing, and one reception, at least one reception. It's only happened once in the history of the game. Walter Payton. Walter wow. Payton did it. Sweetness. And now Ryan Fitzpatrick is in the record books with Walter Payton. It somehow, like, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, but it nevertheless, does. hell of an accomplishment. Um, a great accomplishment by either guy. Think about it, though. So Fitzpatrick's the first quarterback ever to do that. What, I, what I'm thinking is, holy crap, Walter Payton was a running back. <laughs> so I know. How did, how did he throw two touchdown throw passes? Throw for two so, touchdowns. Exactly. Two touchdown passes, rush for a touchdown, rush for 20 more yards, and caught a pass. Walter Payton was a complete player. Uh, but... Uh, we should state that, you know, give credit to Ryan Fitzpatrick. No quarterback's done that in the history of the NFL camp. It's pretty impressive. you got to give him his due for that. I will. Like, the, the thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick is you, you got to hand it to this guy in life in general. The money he's made, his longevity. The only thing we remember is the game where he threw seven picks and all of them were inside the five-yard line when we had huge money on the game. These are things you never get out of your craw. But he has been, a, you know, a serviceable quarterback for a long time. And I will say this, Marenzi, guys on the team like him. You saw it. You talked about the body language last night, the jokes, the looseness, the fun. Oh, he's he looks a like a guy, guy. that's... He is. He is like he looks very happy and content with his life right now, and it shows on the football field. He used to be uptight. Uh, yeah, you know, I remember. Like you know, he used to be that guy. It's not my job to help the young quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's my job to be as good as I can be, right? Like he was never. He was sort of a grumpy guy. 
uh, in past years. But, yeah, you can really tell. I talked about it before the game. You can just tell he's having fun with it. Uh, he knows Tua's uh, waiting in, in the bullpen right now. Uh, but uh, Fitz will be just fine. He's already exceeded expectations. And, quite frankly, if Fitz keeps playing like this, it's going to be hard to get Tua uh, on the field. That's what exactly. Fitz does, though. He's I like, know. Like, he's just good enough to hang around all the time. Like, it's it's unbelievable uh, with this guy. Got to hand it to him. Hey, hey it, it, is, it is what it is. But I'm looking forward. I, I, like, I, I like the college football card. I got seven bets circled for you guys that we'll share with you on the program uh, tonight. As far as the NFL is concerned, Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Falcons, man, Falcons in a must-win situation. But, Cam, is similar to the Miami Dolphins, you know, and Joey Odessa is going to be joining us in a couple of minutes. And me and Joey talk about this often in the MMA world. You can't look at a guy's losses. You have to look at, well, who did he lose to? You know what exactly. I mean? One guy could be 9-2, and two, and another guy could be 14-6. and six, And it's like, yeah, Fighting the guy is 14-6 and six fought like everybody, right? <laughs> and the guy that's 9-2 and two hasn't fought in anyone before, right? And I, you can do the same thing in football. Now, we call it MMA, MMA math. Two plus two doesn't always equal four. But, you know, this team beat that team, so this team and that fighter lost to this guy, so he's going to beat that guy. You know it's all matchups. But you look at, Ken, the Atlanta Falcons in week one played the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson you know, went crazy. He threw four touchdown yep. passes on him. Russell Wilson did the same thing against the Dallas Cowboys. All right? And it's Russell Wilson. So I'm not really going to blame the, the Falcons. For- Last against week, the Patriots. Mm-hmm, they blew mm-hmm. the lead. They, they, they blew the lead. Right, so they they blew the lead. Dallas are an explosive offense as well. I, you know, I'm not letting them off the hook for blowing the lead. The Falcons are chokers, and they got to stop choking all the time. But stylistically, this is a great spot for them right now, and nobody believes in them. So the point spread is three. I know the Bears' defense is pretty good, but the Falcons' offense is good enough to move the ball to anybody. Right? They would score on Baltimore, Buffalo. It doesn't matter. Atlanta are going to score on you. Problem is. They don't score when it matters late in the fourth quarter. They'll, That's true. Their defense will fall apart. Matt Ryan gets worse as the game goes on. He definitely does. He's not great in, in clutch situations. But with all that being stated, I don't think the Bears' offense can expose the Falcons the same way that Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson did. They don't have the same weapons. They don't have the same offense. Dallas are a lethal offense when Kellen Moore doesn't screw it up. Um, they have a ton of weapons. Chicago doesn't. I just don't think Chicago is going to be able to outscore Atlanta in this spot. And, you know, I don't know, man. If Quinn loses this game, quite frankly, I don't see how he survives, bro. Like, at some point, no. and I like him, but at some point. I like him a lot, like, too. Like, but you, yeah, you, he's on you, the list. You know, you, you've got to go. Like, you know, and Matt Ryan's got to look in the mirror. They all got to look in the mirror. But I like the Falcons in this game. It's gut check time. It's gut check time for this team. I like them. Minus three. I, mean, Although, that, I tell you, this game has push written all over it. Falcons are going to win by three. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, I think the Falcons, and you said it. Russell Wilson threw for four against them. He threw for five against the Patriots. They got a they, like. They got a good D. So don't worry about it. It's a totally different thing going up against the Bears. The Bears had problems beating the Giants. The Giants came back in that game. They could have won that game. So I'm kind of with you on that one. I think everybody's thinking Atlanta's in the toilet. Well, I think the Bears are a fraudulent two and zero. I don't think they're that good. To be honest with you, game. I don't think they're that good of a football team. I think they're okay. I think they're pretty good. Okay. I think the Bears. Yeah, they're okay. You know, so they're not a ten and six team. No. Yeah, they could be a nine and seven caliber. They're listen. Their defense is pretty good. 
right? It's not yep. like elite, elite, top elite like it's, it, it was a few years ago, but it's still a very, it's better than average. It's a good defense. Their offense is hit or miss. You know what I mean? It just is with Trubisky, yet it's up to the coaching staff to put Trubisky in the best possible position to succeed, right? It's not just all Trubisky. Uh, total is 47 in that football game. Um, and listen, it's hard to bet an under of an Atlanta Falcon game, I'll tell you that. Uh, there's been line movement all week. Nobody believes in the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody believes in the Philadelphia Eagles this week. It was six and a half. It's been I do. down to four and a half uh, right now. And yeah, here's another team very similar to Atlanta Cam. Seems to me Philadelphia are in a very good spot. Like, if they can't win this game, they got big problems, obviously. That goes, yeah, that's, that's an understatement. But I mean, if they can't win and cover, like, this is a good spot for Philadelphia to be in at home against a bad defense, an inexperienced quarterback, a bad football team, and you're only laying four and a half points. I think the spread should remain where it was, Kev. Is it a trap line at four and a half? I don't think so. I, I'm on the Eagles this week, too. The more I think about it, I think they win this game between 10 and 13. Uh, the Bengals, yeah, Joe Burrow's always in every game. The, ba- the back door is open, Marenzi, but this is a perfect spot. They can do the things. Remember what Chubb did it against this Bengals defense. Sanders is going to go off, and that's going to set up the passing game. Wentz is going to finally break out. I love the Eagles. Eagles by 13. They cover. Eagles by 13. Cam's uh, naming, uh, giving, uh, giving uh, exact uh, win margins. Right now. I like it. I like Correct. the authority. Eagles <laughs> win by 13. Next. All right, good. Yeah. Um, so Joey Odessa is going to join us. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. continues. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it on Raging Reddit. Cam uh, Stewart, um, who is reporting that things got hostile uh, yes. at the, uh, the stare down between Israel Adesanya <laughs> and Paulo uh, Costa. There's no need for that, right? Yeah, we can all be uh, gentlemanly about this, you know, and, uh, and respect each other. There's need. No, oh, wait, that's right. They're fighters. I always love when people are, like, surprised when a fighter says something offensive <laughs> or, like, when a fighter exactly. does something. Like, wow, you know, he is a fighter, right? Like, you know, he's not a librarian. Like, he's kind of... Um, and Conor McGregor... Yeah, I'm here with Conor McGregor. going to fight... Uh, maybe going to fight Manny Pacquiao. Uh, yeah. Pardon me if I don't give a crap. But let's bring in uh, Joey Odessa <laughs> uh, right now. Joey? Joey's the odds maker here. So, uh, Joe, what, what's your quick take on that? Uh, Conor says he's in talks with Manny Pacquiao. When I saw it, I wasn't like, oh, wow, that's super cool. I was like, yeah, whatever, bro. The next, you know, I, you know, it is what it is. What's your quick take on uh, Pacquiao and Conor McGregor? You know, that boat sailed. I mean, it's just a cash grab for, uh, for Conor and Pacquiao. I mean, it'll do sales. I mean, it'll get a ton of press. But, I mean, you re- I mean is Conor really, are we going to fall for that again? I didn't fall for it when he fought Floyd. I mean, do you really think that Conor's going to step up and be arguably one of the best fighters of the last, what? three, four decades? No, I mean, one thing about it, though, if Connor and him don't draw too much, Manny might carry him. It might catch a nice price if, uh, you know, if everybody bets under. People will think, well, Floyd stopped him. Manny should be able to stop him. And, you know, Manny is. Manny might just want to take him 12 rounds or 10 rounds, whatever they schedule it for. Just a thought. It's a great point. Uh, it's a great point that you raise as far as carrying him. You know, we know that Connor did. Uh, we know that Connor 
did get carried by uh, by Floyd, and it was pretty obvious. I mean, Floyd went to Burger King at four in the morning, the night before the fight, after he left a strip club. That's all you need to know about how seriously Floyd Mayweather took that Conor McGregor uh, fight. But nevertheless, let's get into this. Israel Adesanya, nineteen and zero, and I you know, I said earlier he's the best nineteen and zero fighter in the history the, of the sport that you've never heard of, <laughs> and I'm not talking about you, Joey, but you know the mainstream public. It's amazing in a world in which you know, smack talk and, you know, tattoos and basically angles, uh, cell fights. Adesanya isn't that guy, uh, but he is a cocky dude. And, you know, I'd be cocky too if I was 19-0 and and uh, the UFC uh, champion. I think he's being undersold here a little bit, uh, Joe. I think there's, you know, I was surprised the number wasn't a little bit higher. What's your take on the fight? And you think the underdog's got a shot? Uh, who do you like? Well, this fight opened. Uh, it opened about a dollar thirty-five, and they bet him up. He's about a dollar eighty-five right now. I tell you what, Paulo Costa, thirteen and zero. I think this is a winnable fight for Costa, and this is why I say that. You look at Izzy, and I remember the night that, that Romero and uh, and Costa fought. I sat back and I said, you know what? I I needed Romero that night. I want I uh, or, yeah, I needed Romero. Costa got the decision. I said that night. Either one of these guys will beat Israel Adesanya. Now, since then, Romero got to fight Izzy and looked, you know, he did nothing in there. I think Costa's an entirely different animal. And look, this is the second time in history, UFC history, it's kind of a weird thing, coincidence kind of thing. Second time in UFC history, two undefeated guys are fighting each other for a title. The last time was UFC 98 by Oda Machida against Rashad Evans. And wow. Wahid Ismail was wow. corner of Machida when Machida knocked him out in the second round. And Wahid is uh, cornering Paulo Costa in this fight. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, history repeats itself, but it could happen. I watch this, you know, another thing. I watch this Adesanya, 75-5 and five kickboxing record, 5-1 and one boxing, right? But if you go back in his kickboxing record, like he does have a good win against Brian Minto, credible in the boxing in his limited career. But you go look back at his kickboxing record, 75-5, and five, right? Like, wow, that's outstanding. But something that I saw, he fought a Brazilian in 2017, and he was winning the fight, and he got stretched. I mean, he got laid out with a left hook. And that left hook is the same left hook that Paulo Costa is going to be throwing, I hope, tomorrow night. And if one of those lands, he's going to to put him to sleep. That's my thought. I think he's got a puncher's chance, maybe better than a puncher's chance. And he's a black belt. So you don't know. I mean, maybe these guys have an entirely different, you know, game plan going here, and they want to take Izzy down. And if he takes Izzy down, and he's a legitimate black belt, which he is, he could be in some trouble. I mean, I'm not trying to sell the dog here, but I'm betting the dog. Well, it sounds sounds like I don't know if you're trying to. Sound, sound, that's but, a pretty uh, good uh, sales sound, job. Cam, Cam, Cam just Cam just bet as you were talking. You uh, sold sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, you saw me there. Uh, yeah, let's uh, Costa there plus one. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to sell. You say you're not trying to sell. You even drop in. I hope he does. So yeah, we know it's not zero. I mean, show you the That was great. Um, but what? Listen, you you make you make some good points. This is a step up in class for Costa, though, right? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And Adesanya's been in this position before where, oh, he's never fought a guy with this type of power. People said the same thing about Whitaker. And Adesanya, um, Adesanya's been, you know, he's he's faced powerful dudes like this before. Now, you mentioned, you know, the black belt, the Jits. That's another element. Uh, Adesanya is hittable. He is going to get hit a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, 
Uh, ultimately, I'm just not getting in front of a fighter that's never lost before in the UFC. You know, the guy's he's 19 and 0. Uh, what you know, the total is two and a half. Obviously, I know it sounds sort of cliche to say this, but Adesanya is going to try to weather the early storm, right, Joey? And then, and then rack rack this up on points uh, as it goes. He's going to try to keep a distance, and he's pretty good at doing it. He's very good at doing it uh, as well. You know, the total's two and a half here, minus one fifty-six to the over at FanDuel right now. What's your opinion on the uh, the distance of the fight? Well, you know, a couple of things here, and the stats guys will, will gobble this up. You know, Costa has landed more punches, I guess, averages more punches per round than anybody in the UFC. And when you look at that, you say, wow, he lands more than Justin Gaethje, he lands more than, than Max Holloway, Alvarez. I mean, he lands more than all these guys, statistically. But he also gets hit a lot more. The thing is, I just, I look at this fight and I'm like, wow, you know, is, is he going to catch him clean and put him to sleep? I, I worry about a cut. I worry that maybe in the second, third round, fourth round, yeah. maybe Costa's chasing him down and, you know, and he just picks his shots. Counter, you know, he's a counterpuncher. You saw with Romero, if somebody isn't coming at him, he doesn't have a, a whole lot of offense. But I just, I just think that Costa's a different animal than Romero. And while we talked about Romero's wrestling, why didn't Romero wrestle Izzy? I don't know. Maybe he couldn't. You know, but Costa, I think, presents a different problem. I, you know, that left hook, I saw that left hook land in that kickboxing belt, and I know anything can happen, and, you know, odd, crazy things. I just know that Izzy gets hit, and Costa's going to be thrown, and, and I just, I have faith in that left hand. Joey Odessa, uh, follow the action. Great podcast, uh, great, uh, great crew. Uh, Joey Odessa, the coach, uh, Bradshaw, Philly Godfather, uh, great, uh, great stuff. So, um, all right, Joey, the, the co-main event, uh, John Jones gives up the belt. So, you know, it sounds strange, but a lot of people think that Reyes actually won that fight against John Jones. So if Reyes wins, if, if Reyes wins, <laughs> if Reyes wins, I know I got Joey uh, giving me uh, for, <laughs> we're on, we're, we're on radio as well, Joey. You got to say, no, no, you got to, yeah, we're on radio okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Joey said, like, give me the no, no. Okay, I just said, I didn't say I did. I said some people think that Reyes won that fight against John Jones. All right? Some people did. Some people thought Gustafson won too, but then nevertheless. So, and Santos. I, Santos too. Yeah, and yeah, but so I'm just stating if, if Reyes wins and he's the champion, People are going to say, well, John Jones is going to come back. And that's what will happen. Jones will come back and take his belt back from him or whatever. But what about Blockowitz? And what about this fight, uh, Joey? Do you, who do you like in this one? Who's going to be the new well, fake champ? Reyes believes he won that fight. I don't believe Reyes won the fight. He won the first two rounds. John Jones won the next three. I think if they fought again, John Jones would pick up where he left off. Costa, I mean, uh, wow, talk about Freudian slip there. I think that uh, Reyes wouldn't win another round if they fought again. However... His best, his best, like, how many times have you looked at guys in defeat and, and put so much credibility into that loss? Like, wow, he fought him close or, or that guy yeah, close. We did the he same thing with Anthony Jones. Smith. That's what built yes, that yes. career. Yeah, exactly. He fought. He fought John Jones tough. He's coming off that loss. Before that, you know, all credit to Chris Weidman. He was a great fighter, 185 pounds. Chris, he beat Chris Weidman before that, okay? Weidman's a little long in the tooth, I would say. Blockowitz, I'm not saying Blockowitz is, is going to be a great champion or anything like that, but he does have some momentum going for him. He's won three in a row. And, you know, I just, I, 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 I can't lay three to one 
on Dominic I Reyes. I mean, Dominic Reyes. I mean, what's he play for the New England Patriots or something? I mean, you don't. Nobody even knows who this guy is. I mean, seriously, you talk about not knowing. Right? I don't know. <laughs> He's a golfer on the PGA Tour. Yes, uh, Dominic Reyes, yes. <laughs> he's a golfer. He's a golfer on the uh, on the PGA Tour. That was good stuff. Who is this guy? Play uh, on, on a New England pitch? Um, Joe, Joey Odessa kicking it uh, with us. So, sounds like Joey's looking at the underdogs. Uh, here. Sounds like, oh yeah, like what's he, and these are like big, like these are big pooches too, Gabe. These aren't small little dogs. He's looking at St. Bernard's and uh, you said it, you like your, you like your dogs, buddy. They're growling. Joe, Joey likes big, big dogs. I agree. Listen, you know, Reyes is good at keeping distance as well. He's got those kicks and stuff. But when I saw the line, I was like, are you kidding me? Like really? Come on, Reyes? So the guy lost and like Joey said, it's a cottage industry now. Everyone makes money off of losing close to John Jones. <laughs> and John yes. Jones has been coasting, coasting, snorting lines of blow off of strippers' uh, breasts. And still more. <laughs> right. And so, still more. So listen. Yeah, exactly. We've, we've still got, uh, we've only got 20 seconds. Just <clears throat> one prelim on the way out, Joey. Sorry to run you, but we got to get out of here. Nope. Uh, yep, we've, he uh, gone. Done. He done. He gone. Uh, he see, gone. Cousin, cousin Sal's ready. <laughs> yeah, Cousin Sal's ready to Thanks. rock. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> Love you, Joey. Hello, I'm Dr. David Chow, a.k.a. Pro Football Doc. I spent 17 years on an NFL sideline with the Chargers as a head team position. And I can tell you, teams don't want to tell you the whole story. That's where I come in. I know what they're trying to tell you and trying not to tell you. I know how to assess injuries and how it will impact players and teams that week. Come check out ProFootballDoc.com. You can't make a bet or set a fantasy lineup without coming to consult with us at ProFootballDoc.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Decisions uh, continues. I am uh, Gabriel Morency. Uh, our apologies to uh, Joey Odessa. Another hard out. <laughs> just like I said, Joe, two weeks in, Joey, two weeks in a row. Hard. He's Joey. It's like he's taking it right, and it's it's me and you. It's like we feel bad. We love it. <laughs> You're right. Well, I got to be honest. Full disclosure <laughs> yes. for people like that are watching. We're on the radio and shout out to our radio affiliates. But for people that are watching us as well, it actually sort of freaked me out and blew my mind. As we're talking to Joey Odessa, and then suddenly the chair is just empty. Empty. And he's yeah, it was gone. Wild. And yeah. I was like, I was like, this is like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, he just, he's like, he, he, it was like magic up somewhere. Yeah, yeah he was, was just wild. gone. And yeah. then, and then, you know, I saw Cousin Sal sitting there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I know. Like, like, I'm like, I don't know, am I seeing things? <laughs> and then Joey was back. And I was like, I thought Joey was in it. Like, I don't know. It was, it was very, so evidently, like, that was very Star Trek-ish. We had, we had Cousin Sal yes. and Joey 
basically in, in these like uh, in, in cyberspace and it was freaking everyone out. And I think some people who were watching saw it and that Joey Odessa, they were like, Joey just disappeared. <laughs> like he's he gone. <laughs> yeah, he, but he, he wasn't he gone. Was. It was cousin Sal's chair. They looked the same yes, room. They sure so did. Sal's chair was empty. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm wow. I'm like, wow, man. I'm smoking some good chronic here. That's what I. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, I'm like my, what's up with our medication here? I'm seeing guys disappear and stuff. I'm like, what the heck's going on, man? I Joey need help. Gone. <laughs> it was creepy. It's crazy. You're talking to Joey. It was, uh, Next thing I know, I know, there's an empty chair, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell just happened, but Joey just like vanished in thin air. And oh, then I see cousin Sal, and Joey's back. So yeah, our apologies to everyone. Apologies to Joey Odessa. Good hit, though. So, uh, long story yeah. short, Joey likes both underdogs. Yes, he does. Um, he does. Both likes underdogs, them a lot. man. We, we got it. Could have been a nice. I could have like sold it on the way out, but I was told no. We had him back, and then like you know, and then cousin Sal stepped in again, and I think cousin Sal got tired of getting beamed up and beamed out. Exactly. And he just told everyone to f off and walked out. Yes. <laughs> I'm betting on that. My my. I'll lay the juice. <laughs> Sounds like a lock. So I was like, I was there when I was supposed to be yeah, there, right? Be there. I'm all night yep. for this stuff. Um, yep. I got to be honest, too. We're not throwing cutting salad on the bus because I'm a big prima donna. I've seen Cam Meltdown. Like, uh, you know, you get booked for a radio hit, and they're like five minutes late, and then it starts kicking in. I got other things to do, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah, no. coming up. I don't have I'm all with night, you, so. I'm with you, Monty. I understand. Yeah, I'm with you. I have one thing, and you know me. You know, you could crack jokes at me. You could hide my stuff. One thing I hate, late. Like, when you, like, tell me, I I, I remember I was doing the same thing with you. Those guys, when I was doing those hits, oh, yeah, cancel, right, cancel, late. It's like, All right. Yeah, do we? Oh, thank God. Yep, we got yep. Sal. Perfect. He was beamed yep. up. Star Trek style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, if we can get to Al's uh, audio, uh, audio then we'll be then we'll be fully fully yeah. set to go. Cousin Sal oh, steps up. Sal. How are you doing, Sal? Can you hear me? Sal. I'm doing well. I, I just heard Cam complaining about me being late, despite the fact that I was in the waiting oh. room for four minutes. Yeah, no, 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 you Sal, no, no, we're not yelling yeah, at yeah. you. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> One thing Cam stands is being late. Gotta be careful. Gotta be very careful these days. <laughs> we, were defend- yes, yes. We, were, we were defending you. We're actually defending you. Yes, it was sir. just crazy yeah. stuff, Sal. We had a guest on. We're talking to him. Oh. And he just vanished in thin air. Except yeah. your room and his room look very similar. Oh, is that right? I was like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got confused, basically. But Well, here he is right here. Let me, let me bring him back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you and Joey, Sal, right. Sal and Joey kick it. You'd like him. You'd like him. All right, so let, let's get down to business, says Sal. Uh, listen, call me crazy, but I've been called worse. I talked earlier about I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons this week. They played two high-flying offenses um, in, in the first two weeks. The Cowboys came back on them. Yeah, it was a choke job. Week one, they faced Russell Wilson, who's going to light everybody up uh, this year. They're laying three against the pedestrian bear offense, a good defense, but I think the Falcons offense is good enough to score on anybody. And if Quinn doesn't win, I don't see how this guy keeps his job uh, after this with an 0-3 start. I'm going in. Give me the dirty bird, Sal. What, what's your take on that game? 
I, you know what? I think you're, it, it's a race to the gridiron grave between Adam Gase and, uh, and Coach Quinn there. I, I think it's the Bears. I think the Bears win. I think they're the full of S team this year. That's going to end up 3-0. and Trubisky's doing an all right job. I think he's got six touchdown passes, uh, minimizing the picks there. You could definitely score against that Atlanta offense. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to put up numbers too, but Julio Jones is banged up. I think the Bears pull it out. I, I don't think Atlanta's in a position to give points yet. Hey, Sal, uh, Gabe and I yeah. were talking about the Philadelphia Bengals game, and this line's going down. People are buying into backdoor Joe Burrow. And yeah. when we saw what uh, Nick Chubb in, uh, in Cleveland did, Cincinnati's missing interior guys with Atkins. Those are the, so the running game, I got to see uh, the Philadelphia Eagles running game really, really pounding Cincinnati. Is it a time to bet into the Eagles? Gabe and I are saying, yes, I think the Eagles can win this game by double digits. Do you like the Eagles this week? I think a lot of people like the Bengals. I think so, too. I, I'm going to go Eagles here. and It's a kind of a desperation team. I know it flies in the face of my analysis 30 seconds ago with uh, Atlanta, but I think Philly gets their stuff together. This is more of a better uh, teaser game that I don't have to worry about Joe Burrow, back to a Burrow, coming in, throwing A.J. Green in the fourth quarter, down to 10, cutting it to three. But I do think Philly, they're as healthy as they're going to be in a while. I don't know. They're not San Francisco 49ers banged up or anything like that, but they're going to have to get it going. And I do, uh, I think Sunday is the time and place. Yeah, points spread down to four and a half right now at FanDuel. Philadelphia Eagles minus four and a half, total 47 and a half. This is a good spot for the Eagles offense to get on track. And for mm. your prop players, I think Miles Sanders does have a massive, mm-hmm. uh, massive yeah. day. So let's, let's talk about banged up football teams in the San Francisco 49ers. That mm. Super Bowl loser hangover thing is real, man. It just is. And, you know, so. We don't even have time to get at all their injuries, but just boom. Jimmy Garoppolo out, uh, Bosa out, Solomon Thomas out, Mostert out, Richard Sherman out. Uh, the New York Giants are basically playing their backups. Not to mention the Niners are basically, you know, they're scared of the turf there. They think that the turf is causing injuries. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I, sa- I said yesterday, yes, that's the same thing Jimmy Hoffa said there. Turf's causing injuries over there. Injuries. Uh, nevertheless, they're banged up. Um, listen, the Giants were competitive last week. You know, Saquon Barkley's out, Sal, but he really wasn't doing anything anyways. Right. So, you know, Barkley's True. one of these guys, and he's one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life. I was at a game two years ago with Barkley, and I was like, oh, I've never seen anything like that, like a move that he pulled. But the production's just not there. I don't think it hurts them all that much, uh, ultimately. And, you know, I think in life, you know, hard work to get rewarded sometimes. I think the Giants have put a lot of hard work in. I think it shows. You can tell they're finishing tackles more. Dan Daniel Jones got to stop freaking turning the ball over all the time. But is this a winnable game for the Giants? They're getting three and a half at FanDuel right now. What's your take, I think. I think it is. I think you might see Jimmy Hoffa taking some carries back there. And, and, uh, instead of, uh, yeah, I mean, if you would have said to me, uh, Barkley's out and the 49ers only basically have to win by a field goal or four points. I was like, almost 100% of the time, I said, I'll oh, jump on the 49ers. But you're right, they are so banged up. I think they're playing 40% of their salary cap is actually going to be on the field on Sunday. And like that field that they complained about, they did not fly home. They stayed on the East Coast. I just think it's too many points to cover with so many no-names. I know the, four, the Giants are much better, but their defense has stepped up. It's surprisingly, Blake Martinez has done a good job. Six sacks they have, three turnovers. I think they keep it close. They could actually win this game. 
I think they can win the game, and if they don't, they'll lose a heartbreaker. Somehow, they will. Somehow, they'll, you know, San Francisco will will themselves to victory with a late field goal or something. All right, Sal. Uh-huh. So, uh, what what do you like this week as far as games we didn't bring up? What uh, what are you laying down on this week? Well, I like Seattle down. You know, I'm gonna stay away from my Cowboys because I think plus five is nice, but I think over, over, not that that line is going to 57 right now. It's a big, big number. I think it's gonna be like 32, 30, 33, 30, something like that. Yeah, you see 56 and a half. It's wide up there. Cowboys are 24th defensively, no pass rush. Um, they may even be worse than 24th. Seattle has given up more passing yards and more yards per game than any other team. We see Russell Wilson just laying it out. He has four wide receivers he can throw to now, and they're going to score, and they're going to score in early. I think there's going to be a lot of soup breaks, a lot of bathroom breaks for Ezekiel Elliott as he uh, pounds the soup all day long. 33-30, I don't know who wins, but it's going to be right up there. This could go over in the third quarter. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, football game. And I'm a prop player as well. We'll definitely be playing the quarterback uh, props in that mm-hmm. game. All right, one of the games of the week this week, uh, West Coast, East Coast, two, two, uh, both 2-0 and football teams, uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Bills Mafia not throwing each other through tables um, mm-hmm. in the parking lot. You know they're, they're doing damage somewhere, uh, right. just not in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, but I like, the, I like the angle of this with Jalen Ramsey, you know, Jalen Ramsey called uh, Josh Allen trash before he even played yes. one game in the NFL. And mm-hmm. and Allen scored a touchdown and spiked the ball in Ramsey's face uh, right. when he was on the Jaguars. And he hasn't forgotten. Like, Allen's like, yeah, bring it on. He goes, yeah, I look, I look forward to this. I've got something special for him. And Allen, are you buying into Josh Allen right now? A lot of people, oh, they didn't play anybody. People either love Allen or hate Allen. Are you a Josh Allen guy? What's your take on this game? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I think people are sending him to Canton, Ohio already because he beat up. Who did he beat? The Bills and the Dolphins? Like, I think you have to do a little more. Jets and the Fish. That's the big narrative, right? That uh, Hopkins and Diggs went to new teams and they're 4-0, but they played broken down defenses, and now they have the Rams, and you're going to have Aaron Donald in your face, and you're going to have a rejuvenated Jared Goff for some reason throwing close to 70%. This is the Jared Goff Sean McVay always wanted. Jared Goff has 17 road wins in his career. I kind of like the Rams. I think they're better, and they're going on the Bills. Like you said, you're not going to have Bills Mafia in the parking lot. They're going to have to be breaking the kids' table at home, jumping off the couch head first. It's not going to be the same kind of thing. Not the home field advantage, even though the Rams have to travel. Uh, I'm taking the Rams there. Underdog Rams pull the upset. What's the trap door of the week, Sal? Uh, Gabe, I, I was looking at this, guys, and I'm starting to think the Houston Texans are going to cover against Pittsburgh. It's going to be a very popular play. They've looked awful in their two games. We know in the NFL, that's usually the un, the unpopular dog likes to bite. They're getting four points. It looks like a lean line. I think people are going to smash Pittsburgh. That's mine. I think I'm going to bet on the Houston Texans, Sal, but I'm a bit of an idiot. No, Cam, I'm with you. I'll, I'll, I'll be an idiot by your side here. It doesn't really make sense if you look at the trends. DeAndre Hopkins is out. Fuller, go, go figure. He's questionable or may not play. I don't know what Hop, uh, Watson has. They have trouble protecting him. The last three years, it's been a d- disaster. The front seven for the Steelers is better than uh, most others. But yet, Bill O'Brien, when he's 0-2, the last two years he was 0-2. He's only been 0-2 twice. They won the AFC South. Both years, I think the Texans figure out a way somehow to keep this close. Wouldn't be surprised if they won in Pittsburgh. Game's not as important to Pittsburgh. This is one of the games, isn't it, Sal, where, and Cam, but I'll throw it to you, Sal. It's one of these games where 
when you've been around long enough, you can sort of read between the lines, so to speak. And why is it only four? Why is it exactly. only four? That's right? what I'm like, talking about. <laughs> why, why is this one only four? And I brought it up yep. last night with the Dolphins when I said they're only giving you a plus 135 on a money line with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They're getting three points. Good example yep. is the Bears are plus three. You're getting plus, uh, plus 162. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can tell what they really mean with these numbers. I, you know, I was with you last week, Sal. I remember, and I bit the bullet last week with Houston plus the points. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that getting was tired of losing too. with these guys. I got to tell you. Me too. <laughs> exactly. That was bad. Well, maybe the Ravens are just that a class above just everybody, or two classes above as it is. It doesn't. It's not fair that what a the uh, Texans played four zero team. The four zero the record. The teams. Listen, that played we got to get out of here, Sal. Yeah. We Go got five it. seconds. Who wins, Chiefs or Ravens? Ravens going away by a touchdown. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions uh, continues. Uh, thanks to uh, thanks to cousin Sal. Nothing like cousin Sal waiting in the bullpen, hearing us. It's like, what are you guys saying? Yeah. I'm late. I like. Yeah, saying, hey, I was here four he minutes early. He, he didn't hear the story, right? We were talking about other it's guys like, hey, when we were doing hits and stuff. I said I was I thought, defending you. Yeah, I was defending. Yeah, it's, you. it's like we were defending. Hey, Cam, shut up. <laughs> he came at me good. I deserve. It was fun. Sal's a good guy. I know you. I told you, you can take swings at us, but that's uh, just don't care. <laughs> it set up and it really sounded like you were ripping him. He's like the one thing yeah. I hate is being late. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like settle down, Cam. Cam, hey, you're never late, hey, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's. Uh, we weren't even talking about. You're right, man. It sounded brutal for me, man. That was awful. Bad yeah, one thing I hate is if you're late. People hey, like, Sal, hey, he's like, I hey, Sal, late. You I was here early. <laughs> you're That's so right. Uh, it was good. Uh, it's always uh, it fun with good. Sal, though, and Joey too. Every Friday, yeah. Joey gets a heart out, and we always get some laughs yeah. uh, with uh, with hey. Sal, uh, every Friday. All right, it's so, true. Uh, these games, uh, we're still a little ways from the games, but just for the record, for people that might have to uh, check out right now, college football coming up, uh, Cam. Yeah. Uh, tonight, uh, Roadrunners, BB. Now down to six BB. and a half, and I'm glad because I think they're going to cover. I'm more of an underdog uh, better, but it didn't work out betting on the underdog last night. So, guys, I think the San Antonio University, San Antonio Roadrunners do cover the six and a half uh, tonight. We're going to break down all the football games uh, on the other side, college football, NFL football. And we'll start to get into the NBA, but it's no secret. I like the Miami Heat tonight on the money line cam. Yeah, it's a tough game, buddy. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might actually lay off the basketball game. We still have to make a decision on the hockey game. I'm be- going to probably bet one baseball game. Uh, the Marlins are ma- massive dogs against the Yankees, plus and a half, plus one and a half. You don't even have to lay any juice. You get take back. I think uh, that's a good spot, Gabe. And I will say this, uh, uh, the college game, I don't know. I was looking at Middle Tennessee. Uh, so I-, I hope we're not on different sides there. Well, we are because I'm on the road runners. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.